Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon, St. Louis, DGS and Camboax. Happy Wednesday, right? Right, Wednesday? Why do we do this every week? Like I, do I think this, I did that today. I do this more often. I'm not sure if it's like getting older or life is busier or what, but that used to be maybe a once a month thing. Yeah. Now it's every week. It's like every Wednesday. I'm like, what? I was cutting a show promo and I said, hey, it's Thursday. We've got this and this. Nope. It's Wednesday. So, Odd. yeah. I think it's because, you know, what does anything matter? Who cares? Yeah, you're right. You're who right. Cares what it's all kind of blending is. together, yeah, too. Like Wednesday, every day is Thursday, something. Thursday, 2008. Yeah, who what cares? the hell? Yeah. doesn't matter. because the matter. mile markers don't last anymore, right? You're like, oh, remember when that crazy <laughs> thing happened on Monday? Now it's like the crazy thing happens every day, so yeah. it all blends together. Uh, you want to start with just really dumb stuff? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Nick came over last night uh, to watch the game with me, and Nick and I do nothing but dumb stuff. And... Uh, <laughs> He asked me a question that didn't really apply to me because I don't skate, but I'll ask uh, Amy. He was like, uh, so I'll just ask you. If you uh, were on the ice mm-hmm. with, say, Pareko from mm-hmm. the Blues, and he is him and you are you. Yep. You have no superpowers and he's him. And you don't get tired and he doesn't get tired, so there's none of that. And you have a stick, he has a stick, and a, there's a puck. Yes. How long does it take you to score on him? I never I would then never be I'm able never. to score on him. No, you would. It wouldn't be eternity. Nick said. Nick skates poorly. Uh, he said like weeks. He figures within weeks he would catch him snoozing and get a lucky shot. But if we're not, you mean out of boredom? Because if we're not getting tired, Pareka would just have to be like, "I've got other things to do. I'm bored, and let me score." Because his reach. I mean, his reach is probably like eight feet. By the time, maybe more than that, by the time you have his stick and his army's so tall, they're so skilled and so fast. Listen, if you can't, if you're not an elite skater, you would just be on the ice on your ass the whole time because he would come up to you, knock you down, and you'd never get up. Well, oh, is it hit checking? I don't know. If it's this is the dumb thing my son said. If it's checking, (laughs) never. Yeah, I don't think it's it's a real sport. If it's never checking, yeah, then, then no, because again, that would be assuming even if I start with the puck. He'll poke check me, right? He'll get the puck, and I'll never get it back. Even if I just dove and like threw myself yeah. to to trip him, he would get up more quickly. What it's if there's a, what so if there's a real big fat guy in goal? <laughs> well, we've thought about that. Like, if you just get someone super wide, that's my favorite no, no, hockey there's question. There's no goalies. There's no, no. goalies. Yeah. Well, they just put two. a fat guy in goal. Like, Wheels, <laughs> if you go up against Helsley with a modern aluminum bat, how long until you hit one out? Is he throwing it all down the middle? Hit he, it out? Hit it out. Oh, my God. I don't know. It would be. It would have to be super lucky. 
I mean, it, it, I don't know with a with a metal bat, hundreds of pitches easy, if not more. And that would be just like luck too, because I haven't trained in a long time. If you said that, like when you were in college, I mean, I don't. He's a major leaguer, so he's way better than anything I ever saw. Although I did face guys that played in the major leagues, you can you can get an occasional lucky one. If he's like, here, I'm going to throw these next fifty down the middle, you might get one. But man, when you're when it's 101. I mean, look at these guys in the big leagues in a game. That, you know, you can throw 101 down the middle. They don't hit it. Now, the difference is they don't know what's coming. If you put those guys up there and just said, it's all fastballs right down the middle, those guys will hit it. And a, and a good trained person could, but it would be, again, it's just random luck. Could take you a week. It could You could get lucky on the 20th swing. But this is the type of question. Um, I have a group of friends. We would, you know, you go to... A sports bar, you're watching sports, and everybody uh, is uh, drinking a little bit, and then the, the questions get crazier. And yeah. one of the more famous ones was, like, it was when Kentucky was, you know, number one. They won the championship in men's basketball. And they're like, okay, if it were the five of us against the Kentucky men's team, uh, and they were up by 50 points with five minutes left, could we hold them off if they were wearing slippery socks and they had to wear slippery socks and we're like, <laughs> like, no. And then people would argue like there was almost a fist fight over if they were wearing slippery socks and like, then there's like, well, they have to have something in it. So then it was like, and if they lost, they would all be executed. What <laughs> the <laughs> hell? I know. Amy's like so creating parameters the, on Amy's this. like, we're going to just do the hunger games, but with basketball players. Now, what if it was this guy hitting? What about him? There's no scoring. On, I mean, you just on, stop on handsome, on you just, handsome no, boyfriend. You just stop and no. gaze into the eyes. Oh, yeah, God. you'd be hypnotized. Yeah. They're Ryan. holding up the picture of Mason Jar. There's a, there, I, I saw one sort of like the Roman Empire thing that men talk about it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was another one just like that, but it was, hey, ladies, ask your man. And I forget whether it was a wolf or a leopard or oh, a mountain Oh, which animal lion. they could take, yeah. And like, could you take a wolf? And, and most of the men said yes. I think boys are stupid. This is well, what I'm starting well, to put together. There was, I mean, yeah. there was a debate that I used to have with one friend in particular, and it was, was it bear Marjorie versus Taylor gorilla. Greg? Was it Marjorie Taylor Gregg? Not Marjorie Taylor Gregg. Uh, a bear versus a gorilla who wins. Like a grizzly, a big grizzly, or a full-size silver bear. Yeah. I think mm. it's the gorilla every time. Oh, no. The, no. the animal experts say the bears. I think ah, they're wrong. I, I don't I have an opinion we on that. Had, Listen. He had it, like, no, they do. I watch go. that stuff. There's a guy that, that there's, I forget what he was, but he's a like he's a trained zoologist. And he's like, because of the way that they're built, yeah. they... they <laughs> Just telling you what he but said. I've man. seen the bears. They can't bears beat anybody. Big, no, bears yeah. are bigger. Yeah. Bears are bigger. And like they got grizzly bears. Have you seen those arms? And they do, uh, I know, but a grizzly they're... bear outweighs the, the gorilla by like I don't know, three, man. four, five hundred pounds. And they're more I mean, agile. A real buff guy can't beat up a bear. A buff guy couldn't beat up a gorilla. No. I'm saying if, no. all the, if all the gorilla has going for it is big, tough arms. Can I just say something? <laughs> when I said, can we start out stupid? I didn't mean this stupid. That's <laughs> great. How hey, stupid man. did you want to get? Yeah, you want I'm stupid, sorry. you get stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Uh, Speaking of uh, like TikTok trends, the one that I'm loving right now, and I'll probably get bored of it very quickly, is women recording their boyfriends or husbands and saying, hey, isn't it great that Taylor Swift is making Travis Kelsey famous now? And the boyfriend's getting furious. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, the she's tight he's, end in the NFL. Yeah, she's putting him on the map now. Don't you think that's great? <laughs> they're, they're losing their minds over I it. I saw real stories today, not TikTok stories, yeah. like real stories on real websites about 
Uh, half of them were Taylor. Look out for Travis Kelsey. Yep, I've seen oh that too. Cheater. Cheater. And then the other one was uh, that this is just one more fake relationship, and they had evidence. <laughs> it's like here's the evidence that it's like you're just going to be a song in 12 months, and this is all fake. <laughs> and I'm like, why would why would Taylor Swift of all the humans in the world, why would she need to fake a relationship to get attention? She yeah, does this it is, now. No, that's no. the thing. This is the paradoxical thing. She's the most famous woman in the world, and he's the most famous, uh, one of the most famous football players, certainly the most famous, like, tight end in the NFL. Neither of them need, like, a PR relationship that's going to, like, get them lots of attention. Like, they both have tons of attention all the time. But, but the it- NFL has been intentional for years to try to grow the female market. Like, very intentional. And on Sunday... The NFL on Fox slot was the number one demographic for females 12 wow. to 18, 18 to 34, 34 to 50. Jeez. His jersey yeah. sales are up close to 500%. It, it's the, yeah, but do you, it's extraordinary. Like, do you have those splits for other, other NFL Sundays pre Taylor Swift? I don't know. This was from Fox. Yeah. And it just seemed as if it were extraordinary. How that long it was would it take one. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, and the Gorilla to score on Pareko? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me put it this way. The, the, the Gorilla can run interference, right? Just keep the big guy out of the way. It, yeah. The Gorilla would be terrified. That's true. He'd be sitting in the middle of the ice going, I'm done with this. You guys do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I was like still thinking about the Pareko thing. No goalies. Could you get lucky and just try to shoot it? You know, Pareko's so tall, he... His um, hockey stick is actually longer than what's legal, so he has to get a special exception because he's so tall, which means if he drops his stick, he can pick up one of his player sticks. A lot of times, a teammate stick, they'll hand him an extra stick, but if they drop their sticks, it's illegal for them to pick up his. Weird. Yeah. Andrew, what was you said you had a new Roman Empire thing? Yeah, so this, this uh, woman tweeted that she was talking to her mom, and her mom found out that her dad, every time he goes into a uh, like a, a, a space, a new building, a restaurant, whatever, he like is like, okay, exit is uh-huh. back and to the left behind us, and uh, there are six, you know, six potentially like hostile Jason males. Bourne. Yeah, you yeah. do like a you like a threat assessment, like, okay, if this guy comes at me, for fun I'm gonna or push for the, real? Like for real. And I guess also for fun, because it sounds fun. But yeah. but I'll <laughs> Hundreds of other men were jumping in, like, "Oh yeah!" Every time I go into a restaurant, I have you to do that. Figure yep. out where the you do that. And I do. I, I know this because when I was driving home, I w- was giving Kevin a, a ride to and from work once when he was having car trouble. Yeah, and Kevin we was this- like, "Kevin was like, okay, don't forget potential threat, Camaro uh, behind and to the left. <laughs> uh, do not try, do not try and merge without." And he was like, "I'm constantly when I'm driving, I'm thinking of all of the angles, Why all do of you the do potential this? danger." Because my dad trained me that way. I'm, I'm serious. serious. Me. I just said he the, did. <laughs> and, I mean, I got that. You got to understand. Like, take your blind spot. No, I did. seriously. <laughs> well, first of all, you have to understand. He was the guy that trained UPS drivers to do what? To drive. So I got oh. all that training, but all that stuff put into me. Why would you do me. that in a restaurant? No, no. He, well, he taught me that because he was an army guy, and he was always like, "Know your surroundings. If you're going into a place, look for an exit." Look. For, I mean, I'm, I'm not even kidding. He did. I think it'd be my whole if, life if, from when I was like ten years dead, old. Meanwhile, I'm d- just careening around the road with Kevin in the passenger seat. And he's like, "Blind spot. Check your blind spot." And I'm like, "What does that mean?" It'd be awesome if. Do you mind? I'm trying if, to read. If Wheeler's dad. <laughs> Wheeler's dad made him go through buds training. <laughs> That's why I'm the way I am. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is it a 
pleasant thing for you? I, I don't. I don't. Don't. I don't like get. It's not a. It's not, I'm not stressed about it, and I'm not like, ooh, this is fun. I prefer just, not to sit with my back to the door. Yeah. I mean, I will, and then, but I, and it's then not eventually that... I'll look where the exits are. But it's not like I have to where you know yeah. where's my where the points of egress. I don't need that. Yeah. But and I do it less in places I'm always at. You know what I mean? Like if it's an unfamiliar place, I'm definitely going to look where they where an emergency exit is, and where there might be a secondary thing. Yeah. So like when we have a a staff meeting, do you look in like okay, there's Judith and there's Bev, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to track those two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you don't know where they are, you're in trouble. So when we go to Rosalina's, yeah. you you look to see who could be a potential. Uh, I don't do the whole that guy at the bar knows how to handle himself and all. I don't do that. I just you know look like where, where the exits like are? where I would go if something went bad. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, but he goes into the like Sherlock Holmes Guy Ritchie mode where, yeah, he's where you're like, like pre pre uh, he's playing like, the play thing out in two your head. Chops right to the throat. Yeah, uh, palm to the nose. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I will kill Andrew if he comes at me. I didn't get that kind of training. <laughs> <laughs> I just know right. it naturally. Man. No, no, no. I mean, it's, it's, I'm going to use that tape dispenser to smash it over his we're face. All, <laughs> we're just all so weird I know. in such different ways. I like, I'm happy about it. I, look, my dad teaching me those things the way he did. And again, it wasn't like every day all the time. It was yeah. just kind of here and there as you're getting older. It has gotten me out of bad things a couple of times. Hmm. Just by knowing, okay, go there. Boom. See ya. Is Rachel the most normal person yes, in here? Yes, by far. I, I feel like I have thoughts like this at times, but I fight really hard to suppress them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, this is not normal. And then I just try to get my brain yeah. back on a more normal she, track. She's the most normal in that she's the only one who recognizes when things aren't normal <laughs> yeah. and goes, yes. I need to try to be more normal about yeah. this. The rest of us are the like, I'm not trying to claim I'm not weird. I the just... rest of us are like two exits, 32 degrees to the right. Yeah. <laughs> and gorilla must fight bear. <laughs> Gorilla would absolutely just blast that bear. It's just yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Too strong. I'm just so strong. They I'm weigh just half so uneven and hypocritical. Like I'm very, you know, strong in my skepticism and being an agnostic. And yet the other night I had to pee really bad, and I got up, got halfway down the hallway, and thought. Reagan from The Exorcist could be in the bathroom. <laughs> and I turned around and I went back to bed. <laughs> like, what's that about? Yeah. I will not. Like, I believe enough that a fictional character from a 1970s movie could be in my bathroom to not pee. I will not look in the mirror uh, past a certain point. I night. won't either. I'm terrified. What? I won't what? do that. Yep. I refuse to Bloody look in the Mary. mirror. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary, yeah. I'm terrified <laughs> that there's going to be something or someone in the mirror that is there to kill me. And, and if I don't look at it, they won't get me. They won't. <laughs> Stay safe. One twenty-four DGS. Okay, well that was awesome. Uh, more of Nick and I watching the game last night. So Nick works with Michael Kelly, and they represent the. I think it's the St. Louis Fashion Fund. There you go. And they had a big to do yesterday. Becky, uh, our boss's boss, is on the board there, and uh, he was telling me all about it and how cool it was. And he goes, "Yeah, it's a really big deal." He goes, uh, in, "In a month or so, Michael Kors is coming into town." And he goes, I'll be honest with you. He goes, I, I thought Michael Kors was like a made-up guy, you know, like uh, like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> and then he immediately realizes that Colonel Sanders is real. And he goes, okay, that was a bad example. And just now I told that story, and Amy goes, Colonel Sanders is real? I thought he was like Captain oh, Crunch. <laughs> well, Captain oh Crunch God. is real. Yeah, I have terrible news about Captain Crunch as well, Amy. Oh, my God. And yeah, Harlan, Harlan Sanders. I had no idea. Yeah. Amy. 
Hey, Captain now, Crunch got his fourth stripe, so now he's technically an admiral. <laughs> he's oh, an admiral. look at that. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Admiral Crunch. Now, he, Colonel Sanders, though, he wasn't a real colonel, right? That was just like uh, a I think name. that's probably No, true. he was that southern colonel. You know, it's yeah. a social thing as opposed to a military thing. So, okay. so the drawing of him is very detailed. Did you? What did you think? So I would always get confused with Colonel Sanders and Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> and I do think, look alike. I think I thought Colonel Sanders should be the popcorn guy. Because of his name. That does not explain <laughs> why you didn't know. think he was real. I don't know. I didn't know. I had no idea. Isn't there just a face? Isn't Colonel Sanders just a face? I mean, he had a body. Well, he's, got the little, he's got the little Mr. Pretzel body in the also, logo. Also, Orville Redenbacher was real as well. I yeah. knew that. He went to Purdue. I know Orville Redenbacher is real. No, but I'm, I thought I'm older Sanders than you, but when I was a kid, uh, the real Colonel used to do the ads. Really? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the story about him, if you ever listen to any, like, uh, Oh, Zig Ziglar, people like that, like, you can do it, uh, is that the colonel uh, was turned down like 1,300 times mm-hmm. for his, and, he, and then he got this first yes from some podunk uh, place, and they, they took his chicken, and then next thing you know, he's the colonel, so. No, but wow. I, I remember seeing commercials with Colonel There's Sanders. A gorilla once, too. <laughs> oh, probably but took that I gorilla. thought it was like <laughs> Colonel Sanders did his own commercials in the same way that Ronald McDonald does commercials. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you guys see, I bet Andrew knows this. Uh, the KFC Twitter account, uh-huh. they only follow 11 people. Mm-hmm. And it's the Spice places. Girls and people named Herb. Yep. Because oh it's gosh. 11 herbs and spices. It's a fun oh. it's a fun Rich, you knew the colonel was real, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I, he was on Little House on the Prairie, which I know is inaccurate, but he was on an what? episode. Yeah, he they they did like a goof where like I think they were opening a restaurant or something and then Colonel Sanders comes through town the at the real end. guy? No, uh, maybe Perhaps. I thought he would have been dead by then. Colonel but Sanders he, comes through and hostily takes over the restaurant. No, he comes through and he's like, I've got some good the colonel die. I'm Googling. Uh, I think 1980 he died. Really? Mm-hmm. He was still around, huh? Wow, that recently? I thought it was from like the... That's Eight, stu- never mind. Like that's the stu- 1800s stu- yeah, or something? Like, <laughs> Colonel Sanders died in 1950. Uh, you see KFC back in 1910. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> think it was actually him on the Colonel show, Sanders. but that was the character. <laughs> It, the way the description like says, the IMDb script, uh, description says that a character that was not named in the show, but clearly was Colonel Sanders. Based on him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. See, Amy that. learns something on this show every day. I do. There you go. Captain and it's useful. It's, I'm going to be telling everybody this today. <laughs> <laughs> they already know, probably. 134 DGS. Happy Wednesday. So we started out with stupid stuff. Uh, let's just ramp our way up. We'll go with not stupid, but interesting. And we'll end up with important. Uh, <laughs> uh, has anyone heard of aphantasia? It's a condition. It's crazy. Uh, 2% of people, so it's very rare, 2% of people have it. It's called image-free thinking. So if I say to you right now, uh, imagine an electric blue tarantula, which, by the way, they just discovered. Very brand new cool. Species. Yeah. Wow. But if I say, uh, picture a, a, an electric blue tarantula. Uh, y'all got it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2% of people cannot. They cannot visualize things in their mind. Hmm. If Do you show it to them, they see, oh, my God, that's an electric blue tarantula. But if you say, picture Captain Crunch having a boxing match with Colonel Sanders, they cannot. Wow. Okay. Just to clarify, if you say picture a tree, they've seen a tree before. Right. Can they picture a tree? It's just that they can't picture things they haven't seen before? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Interesting. Not sure. Well, I mean, it's not about being able to picture color, is it? No. 
Okay. No, it's about being able to hold That's images in your mind. Wow. Is that like one of those, is it that you can see the color of the sound or hear the color? What is there that? Was synesthesia. Synesthesia. Is, is that the same as, I just saw this dude on Instagram, I think it was, and he is talking about how numbers... Certain numbers like uh, uh, 56 or whatever, he's like, that is a gray. Yeah, that's it's gray synesthesia. And it's, is it the same thing? Yes. And yeah. what is that exactly? It's when the senses in your brain get crossed up. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, like, numbers make you think of shapes and, and sometimes colors? smells. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, if you say a word, you might taste something. You might taste pickles yeah. when you say, you know. I get, this, I get this really weird thing where if I think of certain, um, I, I, I can't think of an example right now, but. If I think of uh, anything, I picture an intersection that I used to go down a lot, and I don't, I don't know why that is. Like a familiar intersection on a street, mm-hmm. I think of being there, mm-hmm. and it's completely unrelated, and I don't know why that's true. So if if I were to say, let's go to the Cardinals game this weekend, yeah, you might picture that intersection. I potentially, yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's really strange because it has nothing to do with um, the actual game itself. Yeah, that is weird. I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, must be normal. Yeah, must be. <laughs> um, this other thing uh, blew me away. Have you guys seen this uh, super tall towers that have the lights on top? And uh, I saw this on TikTok and I didn't believe it, so I looked it up, and it happens to be true that uh, some people are paid one hundred thirty thousand uh, dollars to change the light bulb. Yep. And they typically do it twice a year. So you can make $260,000 working two days a year, but you have to climb this tower physically, which is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet in the air, maybe even more than that, and then change the light bulb and climb back down. Yep, pass. Pass. All I'd be thinking about is the next time I had to go. Yes. I would spend. <laughs> That's a good point. I would be spending three months like I got to go in three months. Uh-huh. I, I, it That's would be a good, horrible. Every day would just be terrible. Nope. Uh, Pass. But yeah. just like 2% of people can't picture a blue tarantula, I bet you there are a significant percentage of people who have absolutely zero fear of heights. Like it just doesn't affect them. The people who climb buildings yeah. without mm-hmm. any ropes yeah, or, or, or any climb support. the outside of a building. Yeah. Even. Um, or those bridge climbers in Russia? Yeah. Or those oh, dudes that towers? do that stuff yeah, with no, that. they do that stuff with, yeah. these guys I've seen, they, they've got the carabiners and they, you know, you, you clip on one before you move the other and all that. So they're not going to fall, but yeah. man, they're but people like, that freestyle that stuff. Those guys die all the time. Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The building story about one yeah. of them that just like straight up fell off a building. I yep. just saw just a thing about Half Dome, which I think is Yosemite. Mm-hmm. Um and they have some sort of a thing that people do all the time. And there's been like 20 deaths already this year. Yeah, you're right, you don't hear about system. them. There, yeah. There's the one, I, I wonder if Andrew's thinking of the one I'm thinking of. There's video of it. Yep. The guy hangs over the side of a skyscraper do, doing pull-ups, pull-ups yep. and he realizes, uh-oh, I can't get back up, and then he just falls. <gasps> no. Oh, yep. no. That's, oh, you haven't seen yeah, that one? Yeah. That's, that's yep. relatively new. That's yeah, in the last five years, probably. Yeah. I've told this story before, but when Nick Turton, 13, I said, uh, I'll take you anywhere in the contiguous U.S. you want to go, and he picked the Grand Canyon. So we went for three days. We had a we had a tour guide, uh, this young you know buck guy, and we had uh, uh, a dad who was turning sixteen, his two sons. We were the group, and so when we it was in March, and in March it's cold enough at the top that uh, the mule pee is frozen 
on the track, oh, which is only no. about three feet wide, and it drops off in many places. And I don't like heights. I don't like inclines, declines. I don't like them. Uh, and we had to wear crampons, you know, the spike things you put on your shoes. And it was the first five minutes, and our guide slipped and <gasps> fell and almost went over the edge. Yeesh. And we have, like, 60-pound packs on our back and stuff. And I, I was honestly trying to think how I was going to break it to Nick that we're going home. Mm-hmm. Like, if the guide just almost ate it, you know, I'm done. But I hung in there. And it was so weird. By the time you get to the bottom, it's hot. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. And you were on Atkins, right? I was on Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was doing a fat man contest. We all put in five, five, five or six of my buddies. We each put in $1,000. And so it was serious. We had like 60 days. And it was, and the next week was the weigh-in. And I was on Atkins. And I told the guide, because he was, my pack was stuffed with payday bars and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I'm doing Atkins. He's like, no, you're not. He's like, no one does Atkins in the Grand Canyon. And I'm like, well, I'm And so I just lived on cream cheese and tiny pieces of beef I would find on the ground. <laughs> it was horrible. It was horrible. And get this. So for three days, I'm just staring at the guy's boots in front of me, you know, lost in my own thoughts. And I'm thinking... 20 pounds, 25 pounds is what you're going to lose. I lost three pounds yeah. <laughs> the entire friggin' trip. Oh, <laughs> Worth it. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. Oh, man. I'll tell you what, too. I never realized. I mean, I don't know what I thought, why I thought the Grand Canyon would be gently rolling hills. Uh, <laughs> but the first day, it takes like nine hours, at least that's what it took us, to get down to Phantom Ranch. I never thought that going down... Would so hurt much so harder. bad. So much tougher. Like we just got back. I just got back from Jackson Hole, and there are the Tetons are just steeper, more intense than the Rockies. And so there was a hike that we did, and it was like five thousand feet of elevation. And climbing up is a challenge, but it doesn't hurt. Going down for six, seven hours is a twenty-two mile hike. So going down Eesh. for six hours, seven hours, it was just like ow. Bam, bam, and it just bam. feels like every step you feel. One of the best feelings oh. I've ever had. Uh, is it? I, I, I apologize. Is it the Colorado, the the river that runs through there. Anyway, like there's seven states are a runs river through, that yeah, runs yeah, like yeah. through Phantom Ranch, and it is ice cold. And there are these big boulders. And as soon as we got down there, we took off our boots and our socks, and our feet were swollen. We sat on the boulders and put our feet in that in that water. And Nick and I will. Talk about this sometimes. To to this day, it may be the best physical mm-hmm. feeling I've ever had because you're like you're at the end of it and you're done. And oh, it was just amazing. Mm. Well, people get their water from there and you put your feet in it. I would have like, put more than that in that it. That was the seven states I was thinking. Like seven <laughs> states get their water from the Colorado River. <laughs> Dave's got his feet. Hey, if they're drinking, it's got fish too. So let me just say, hearing you guys say that going downhill is way harder than going uphill is the most discouraging thing I have. <laughs> no, see, never I was thinking about that too. Never that might be again. true if you have Amy's conditioning level. Maybe. If you have my conditioning level, the up is way worse than the down. I'll take the pain over not being able to breathe. Rachel and I went to the library the other day, and she saw what the <laughs> stairs were doing to me. They got a lot of stairs over there. There's like nine stairs, and I'm like, I might have to leave. <laughs> Andrew goes, the amount of stairs at this library is fat-phobic. <laughs> what Ron said about if he were the light bulb guy, he'd do nothing but think about it. On the first day, it was a three-day hike. We camped you know, for two or three nights. 
uh, our guide said, well, the hardest part of this is, is on day three. It's called the devil's backbone. That's all I thought about the, the entire devil's time. Backbone. Oh, was no. just waiting yep. for the devil's yeah. backbone. Yeah. The, the whole week leading up to the light bulb day, I... You wouldn't be able to talk to me. I would just be thinking, I got to go in a week. I got to go. I'm going to die. This is going to be awful. There's no chance I, I could do that. Uh, I bonked for the one and only time in my life where I don't know physically what happens when you bonk, but I lost my mind. Mm-hmm. The last half mile, so last day, last half mile, like we're passing tourists, like we're we're close. But I had lived on tiny morsels of beef and I just, I lost it. Uh, you guys know me. I'm a nice guy. I'm not a screamer. And I'm like, how much longer? And the guy's name, I kept calling him Jeff. Turns out it was John and he never corrected me. <laughs> I'm like, how much longer, Jeff? And he's like, oh, 10 minutes. And, you know, whatever. And then like 30 minutes left. I'm like, how much longer? He goes, probably 10 minutes. I'm like, JTF. And I'm just <laughs> screaming at him. And I could feel it. Like, I could, I could feel that I. I was losing my mind, but I couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> and then, so we didn't go to the, I mean, we peed, but we didn't go to the bathroom, bathroom the whole time. And we get out, we get to a gas station and there's, there's just one bathroom. And of course, you know, Nick's 10, 13. Would, and so I'm, and I had to go so bad. And I'm and he's like, I got to go to the bathroom so bad. I'm like, go ahead and go. That's what you do when you're a father. He was in there for an hour and a half. <laughs> and so I'm knocking, 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 knocking. And he finally walks out and he goes, I'm going to need it back. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I need it back. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to need it back. <laughs> I'm like, I have eaten nothing but beef for three days. And you need it back. 152 DGS. Okay, we started stupid. Let's end stupid. Um... I had this memory from childhood. This is so, I think, counter to me. I say that, and I I do a gazillion live endorsements, so maybe not. But at Halloween every year in grade school, we would sell tickets to the Halloween uh, spaghetti dinner. And they were like a dollar a piece, two dollars a piece, whatever it was back in the 70s. And they would have a contest, and I never lost. I never lost. I would, I, it was like, a full-time job. I just go door to door and I would sell a gazillion of these tickets and that surprises me. Hmm. Does it surprise you? That you did that? Yeah. What'd you get for doing it? Jack crap. I mean like I mean like an apple or something. It was yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I just Because you were like more reserved and shyer? Yeah, yeah. Because I still am to this day. I'm very, very shy, but I don't know. It doesn't surprise me because you, I don't know how exactly these two things are connected, but you always talk about how you always won the cakewalk. Yes, <laughs> So I, did. I don't know if it was just like, you know, a, a school gymnasium just like brought you to life or something, but it doesn't surprise me that you sold all the spaghetti dinner You guys familiar tickets. with the cakewalk? What nope. is the cakewalk? So at the carnival, they would have like, I don't know, little squares with numbers, maybe one through 30. And so you would just, as like musical chairs. They'd play music and you'd walk and walk and walk and walk, and then you'd stop and they'd spin the wheel. And if I'm standing on number 18 and it hits number 18, uh, people would make cakes, homemade cakes, and you got to pick one and i just i just won all the time <laughs> yeah to the point where i'd be like uh, you know i'm like eight and hitting on the girl next to me i'm like what kind of cake you want there little lady <laughs> but yeah i just went and then i started thinking did my dad like bribe them you know or something <laughs> like that's the only thing that would my dad didn't seem like that kind of dad but it's the only thing that makes any sense at all that i was like creskin making it hit the number with my mind or something <laughs> 
We had a pie and cake auction at my school where it was similar to the cakewalk, but instead of, you know, like the musical chairs aspect, you just walked around the gym like showing off the cake or pie and they auctioned it off and raised a ton of money. Did you make them? Uh, Yeah. And like the moms made them too. Hmm. How'd you do? Um, I don't think I made a cake, but I remember my family buying a Milky Way cake from the Edwards family. And to Mm. this day, it's one of the greatest cakes I've ever had in my life. Milky Way cake. What kind of dough do you have to put up for cakes back then? I don't remember. Probably like five bucks. Yeah. I was just like flour based, probably. (laughs) The good old days, man. (laughs) Oh, by the way, speaking of musical chairs, top three stresses of my life. Like you would play it at every birthday party. Mm -hmm. Did you guys play that? I think a few times, but not much. Oh, man. That I and played it. Duck, Duck, Goose. Oh, I love Duck, Duck, Goose. I hated both of those. Duck, Duck, Goose was great. That was awesome. I used to hate Heads Up, Seven Up. I yeah. didn't like oh, that I one. What's that, that one? one. Your head on your game, desk. Really. It's it's like, yeah, the kind of like Duck, Duck, Goose. Oh, okay. You tapped on the head. There's no running, like that. though. No, no there's no running. Run in class. It's not allowed. Yeah. And they're the cheaters who always peek under the desk. Like Nancy Noel warning. Uh, every time we played Heads Up, Seven Up, so there'd be like four kids in, who are tapping them. And every time I got tapped, I raised my hand and be like, who do you think tapped you? would be like, Nancy Noel. And they're like, she wasn't even one of the people tapping. And I'd be like, oh, really? could have sworn she was. I, I was making the handsome mason jar face. And he's like, oh, oh, oh really? <laughs> I'm sorry. Hmm. Hey there. Seemed to have made a misstep there. Sorry. <laughs> Perhaps we could have a cakewalk where I could sell some t- Tickets of some kind. I'm gonna eat just you and some cake. <laughs> I did the same thing with the Pringles cans. Uh, the 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 most poor kids, because we were all poor. The most poor kids needed Pringle cans to keep their pencils in, and we had a contest who could bring in the most Pringle cans. I brought in like eight, and I don't think anyone else even brought in one. And I thought that was going to land me Nancy Noel. And I remember like walking in with them in a bundle and being like, ah, and people are just like, what a dork. Uh, she wasn't impressed. <laughs> no. Come on, man. Not in the least. Nancy. Go, Nancy. The hell. <laughs> Thank you, guys. See you. See you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.